You're listening to Kickin' the Panties, your weekly motivational podcast to help you get unstuck, recommitted, or newly engaged in a life worth living. I'm Becca, entrepreneur and mother of two. And I'm Carol, your dating and relationship coach. Are you ready for a swift kick in the panties? So there was a time in my life where it was impossible for me to be happy for other people. Whenever I would hear good news about someone else's life, I would be super bitter about it. And I would usually make up something in my head on why whatever good thing was happening for them was meaningless or how I didn't want the same thing for myself anyway. Or even more likely, I would hope that whatever was happening for them just completely fell through. Like, oh, you're getting a new job? I would secretly hope that maybe they would hire someone else and be like, sorry, you actually didn't get the job. And I could be like, hmm, ha, That's rough. which is really shitty. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. But for instance, when my sister graduated with her master's degree, I was really bitter about it. And the way I made myself feel better is that I would just focus on the fact that I was still making more money than her at the time. Now I feel bad for even just saying that because she worked really hard for her degrees. And of course, now she makes more money than me. Ha ha. How the how the tables have turned. Mm. (laughs) But the problem like you're you're fine with it. Yeah. (laughs) No, I am. No, now I'm happy for her. Now I'm in a better place in my life and now I can be happy for people. Right. Which is what I was going to say. The problem wasn't with my sister or anybody else that I was wishing bad on. The problem was with myself. When you can't be happy for the people around you or the people you care about, then it's a big sign that you aren't happy with yourself. Not only is it a sign, but it's a big fucking neon, hot pink, blinking arrow telling you exactly what it is you're unhappy with yourself about. And I will get back to that in a moment. First of all, let's just say that when you're happy about where you are in life or even just where you're going, it's about a million times easier to be happy for those around you, especially the people you care about the most. You might feel some natural jealousy, but it's in the form of motivation and not in the form of, fuck that bitch, I hope she fails. So yeah, so if your friend just bought a fancy car, it's natural to be like, damn, I want a new fancy car. What do I need to be, what do I need to do to be able to have that? And not, oh, I hope the dealership sold her a lemon and shit breaks down in a month. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so if you're truly happy with your life, you don't wish bad on others. You want people to succeed and watching them do so makes you feel like a positive boost of energy. So now let's talk about that bright neon sign pointing back at you telling you what you dislike about yourself. When you're unhappy with yourself, there's usually specific areas in your life that you're not pleased with, whether it be your romantic relationships or your friendships or your money or your career, etc. There are certain things that you're sensitive about. And if you're not sure where you're really unhappy, things that piss you off can be about other people's lives can be a guide. For instance, if you're single but don't think it really bothers you or you don't put too much thought into how much it bothers you, getting pissed off at your friend getting married can be a clue that that's what you want for yourself and you're mad that you don't have it. Or getting upset about someone's promotion uh, might be a clue that you're unhappy with your own career or your own financial situation. So examining the times that you just can't bring yourself to be happy for someone is like examining where you have thorns in your side. Yeah, It's where you're carrying some pain about your own life. So once you know the exact areas of your life that are bothering you, then you can start taking steps to improve those parts of your life. Even if you're not where you ideally want to be, but you're working towards your goal, you'll feel better about yourself. I think in our definition of success podcast, we talked about how one of our definitions is to be continually making progress in our lives. So even if it's just little by little and you're actually doing something and taking action to fix the problems in your life, then you can be 
become a lot happier person, a more positive person, and that'll make it way easier for you to be happy for others. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you don't have to, you know, if your goal is to say you want to go back to school and yourself get a master's or something like that, like you'll feel great when you finish the master's, but you'll also feel great the day you sign up for the class. You'll also feel great the day you make the decision to sign up for the class and you pay that first check and the day you walk in there and then each credit you get, you'll feel great. You know, like, so you focusing on the ultimate outcome is just not necessary. You know, you can really, and this is what we've been saying this whole time, you know, is focusing just on what little steps you can take to grow and move forward will make you feel better and will help you feel um, less competitive with others because you know that you're on your own path. Right, right. And you can let that just be a guide when you feel competitive with others or you feel like you can't be happy for others. Just let it be a guide for you to say like, oh, this is where this is where I don't like myself a little bit. Right. And what can I do about that? Let me take some proactive steps. So, all right, cool. I love that. I loved everything you said. And I think that I'm just going to follow you up by kind of doing a little snappy um, couple of tips for if you find yourself feeling jealous or unhappy for those around you. These are some things you could do maybe to refocus that energy. Um, So one, develop an attitude of gratitude about your own life. So really focusing in, and we've definitely gone through a lot of these things before in other episodes too. Um, But, you know, journaling in the morning or in the evening about what's really going well for you, or even just sitting quietly and meditating and thinking about what you like about your life can be really, really helpful and really keeping present with all the things that are good, you know? Definitely. For me, like I've, whenever I'm feeling weird or shitty or like I'm not achieving enough, I really try to focus in on my kids. I have two super beautiful children and they're really young and I get to spend time with them and they bring me so much joy and energy that it really helps me to focus in on them. And it doesn't have to be kids. It could be your dog. Or it could be a book you love to read. It could be, um, you know, your, your nice comfy bed. It could be your slippers. Like it could be any little old thing, but focusing on what you have in your life. And we all have things that are, you know, wonderful. Um, If you're listening to this podcast and you have a way to access uh, information and you have a phone and you have all that, you got, you've got something, you know, good to focus on. For sure. Um, Okay. And then number two, I really like this one. So secretly own a part of their success. So (laughs) if someone is um, doing really well and they're a close friend of yours and you know that you've spent long nights chatting with them, if you've, you know, um, helped them figure some stuff out in their professional or personal life, if you're a part of their life, then they owe part of their success to you. And so if it helps, you can think, well, that's, they're so successful and and I helped. They wouldn't even have that without me. Exactly. I I worked through those ideas with them. I was part of their success. And so they're successful. I'm successful, which brings me to number three, you know, that your friends are a reflection of you and your family's a reflection of you. So if they're awesome and you think they're awesome, then doesn't that by way of mirroring make you awesome? So I think about this all the time, you know, like that I have some friends that are just wildly successful in their careers. They have really great careers that are super awesome that they've worked hard for. Um, And sometimes I get intimidated a little bit by their success, you know, as they uh, like, you know, I have one really close friend that is in um, wardrobe for like movies and TV. And that's like something that even though I've been with her the whole time, seeing how much she worked to get it now that she's there, it's so cool. You know, she's always on set. She's like always in L.A. or Atlanta. She's always around celebrities. She like works on these like big badass TV shows. And obviously her career is only going to get 
more cool as she goes on because that's how those things go and she's really talented at what she does but then I think you know but she still gives a shit about me she still comes to my house she still listens to what I have she picks up the phone when I'm having a crisis and like she's so awesome so I feel like that makes me more awesome mm-hmm. you know like you, you really awesome got to association heck yeah that's really true it's really true sometimes <laughs> that's like <laughs> sometimes I really hang my hat on that um <laughs> Okay. And then one thing you can do if you're really feeling like jammed up about this is you can list all the reasons you're happy for them, like actually write it down. So like in the case of your sister, you know, if you were feeling that about around her getting her degree, you could have sat down and really wrote out all the things you're proud of her for, you know, because you know, she worked hard and she's so brilliant and smart and she's really scrappy and you could have written all that down. And then if you want to take it one step further and lean into it, Offer to take them out and celebrate, you know, say, hey, Mm -hmm. I'm so proud of you getting your master's degree, even when you're not feeling it. You know, it might help to say, like, let me take you out for a drink. I really want to celebrate with you. And then that'll connect you back to the person and make it less distant. I like the first one where where I would be like, you know what, Michelle, I beat you up all throughout our childhood. I toughened you up. Right. Now you've been able to hang in there and get your master's. You're welcome, yes. bitch. Yes, You're exactly. Welcome. That's right. That's right. Exactly. If I would have okay. never tortured you as a youngster, yeah, this, this would have, would have never, never happened. been able to get through it. So so funny. <laughs> my my husband's um, sister, when she she gave a, a speech at our at our wedding ceremony, and she basically said that she was like, I mean, I just take credit for this. Like, I taught you how to walk and talk and pretty much do everything that you do. So you're welcome to, for your existence and for us all being here in this room. Um, right. You know, I was the first woman in your life and I I, I did this basically. Right. And it was hilarious and very true in some ways. Um, <laughs> all right. So another thing, obviously, and we've talked about this one too. It's so big, y'all. Listen up. Get off of Instagram. If you are yes. having problems with jealousy and you're not happy for other people and like Instagram in particular, Facebook is kind of the same way. All the platforms are sort of like this, but Instagram in particular is a platform for people to show you how successful they are. Whether they aren't, whether they are or are not in real life. That is what that platform is for. So if you can't stand to see other people being successful, stop looking at that platform. You don't have to look at it. You can just focus on yourself for a little bit and not look, you know, like even for me, like I have to post on Instagram for my job and stuff like I have to do that. And so I'll do that, but I don't, I don't scroll through. I just post what I'm going to post and not worry about, you know, especially when I'm feeling self-conscious or um, low. Right, because you just then, see everyone's like perfect vacations. Yes, and like you know, good first episode tuned, of this podcast, we were talking about this. Yeah, face tuned or whatever else the right. little apps are. Yes, where you can it's not like real. distort your body and stuff. It's not real. It's not real. And if you if you have a tendency to feel upset and jealous, get your own ducks in a row first. And when you're feeling great about yourself, then go back to yeah. Instagram and engage in that kind of stuff. Because right. um, you'll have your own things to put on there that you feel good about. And then the last thing is really just trust that your rainbow will lead you to your pot of gold. So we are all on our own journeys and all you can do is keep moving forward and don't get stuck in the jealousy mud. You know, these people, whatever they're achieving, that really doesn't have shit to do with you and your life. You have to keep moving your own life forward. Getting bogged down with what other people are doing it just does not serve you and it's mm, stupid. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the You're homework. stuck in the mud while everybody's running their own race. You got to run your That's own right. race. That's right. That's exactly right. You know, that, and you're just watching them pass you by and, and right. being pissed. Um, so, OK, a little bit of homework. So create a mantra to say to yourself when you're feeling when these feelings of jealousy crop up around other successes and then use it. So I wrote one. Mine's going to be um, 
I have such cool and interesting people in my life and amazing things are always happening to them. I wonder what neat thing is going to happen to me next. Mine is, fuck that bitch. She's going to fail. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Have you been listening to this whole season? 15 or so episodes of of positivity and this is still what you got? (laughs) No, mine would be, run your own race. You're running your own race. Yes. Run your own race. You're running your own race. I love that. That's great. I love that. That's so great. Okay, cool. So people go make yours. And literally, like like we always say, you can just, that's fine. You know, just use it. Just actually use it. When you, you feel that little tension in your chest, you're like, oh, I'm jealous. You say, run your own race. You're running your own race. Or you can be like me and say, dang, so, you know, I know all these cool and interesting people and amazing things are always happening. I can't wait to see what's going to happen to me next, you know, because mm-hmm. of course you're going to be also cool things are going to happen to you if you're open to it and you're positive, right? Right. Because like we've said before, when you're negative and you're like closed off, you don't even see opportunities. You don't even see the good things that could be happening for you in your life. You just focus on all the crappy things and then you just get into this horrible cycle. So when you focus on the positive about your own life with gratitude and, you know, looking at your friends and being happy for them, um, you're more likely to see opportunities for yourself. Definitely. And I mean, like when, when I sat down to kind of think about this and, and write my notes on what I wanted to say, uh, like it was like how to be happy for others. And I immediately just wrote, be happy for yourself. That's the exactly. only like that's the answer. It that's seems so. Yeah, it's like it's a one sentence answer like this podcast could have literally been three seconds long, you know, just yeah. be happier for yourself. Do do the real work, put in the real work to make yourself happier, more confident, feel feeling good about who you are and what you are doing with your existence on this planet. Like what else do we have? Yeah. We got you one know, life. That's it. That's it. Just one. Well, this one right now, I mean, who knows? Maybe we maybe we come back. It's hard to say. Well, you're only you're only this person for this one life, for this yeah. moment in time. This and is your opportunity. You, by the time you come back, this planet might be like Completely destroyed anyway. So you might as well make the most of this life. (laughs) Not to go on a tangent, but have you heard that like it's possible that 2050 is going to be like the end of the world? Like we have like it's possible that we have 30 years left and that's it. Uh, I'm glad I'm like older already. But I think about, of course, you think about about your your kids. kids. I know. Oh, my God. They are you. They are you. Yeah. I mean, I, I think about that and then I like I just hope that my son doesn't read these things because he gets so freaked out about Why? the world ending and all this stuff. I'm more I'm more like worried about what steps are going to happen before that happens. Like all these places are going to get inhabitable. Then all these right. people are going to have to move somewhere. Then there's going to be like a war because there's going to be so such limited resources. That's what I'm more scared about that. Like I, I almost rather there just be an asteroid and just blow the whole shit up. Right, exactly. Oh, I'm totally with you. I know. And then we're going to be like, oh, I know. It's horrible. Some kind of ridiculous war. Well, pump court up to solve this problem. We need the children of the world to get together and use their amazing brains to fix this. We just need all the old people to die is what we need. (laughs) No, not like in the sense that they're using stuff. I'm talking about like the old wealthy people who are controlling everything, who are just like not, who could easily make the changes and just refuse to like all the people in Congress and all the people that make the rules and all like the super wealthy people like we need yeah, them. Yeah, there's people right under them too, though, that have the same ideas. That's true. I don't know. 
I feel like the closer and closer you get to younger generation, the more and more people are like, oh, we should do something. I just hope it's not too late. I know. I'm, I'm making a big run on not to, and now we're just like, a, now we're going against our mission of never talking about politics or anything, but I'm making a big run on single use plastics. So I'm getting a little metal fork and knife. I got a metal straw and I'm going to keep them in my bag. So when I go out and I eat like, at, you know, if I go get something and I was going to use a plastic fork, I'm going to use my little metal fork instead. I'm not going to use cling wrap anymore. I'm not going to use, um, I bought reusable produce bags for the grocery store. Like I'm so I'm, hard out on single-use plastics because they are fucking pulling whales out of the ocean and opening their bellies and inside it's full of plastic garbage that we've thrown into the ocean like this is not okay so that's my psa for today i'm like i have a metal straw and then i lost it so i need to get get another one yeah Yeah. just i mean if everyone makes like like what i've been thinking is like if one person sees me use a metal straw and it causes them to use a metal straw and then someone sees them like that, like just doing that one little thing could make it really could make an impact. Yeah. But I think what makes them, I mean, yes, I think everyone needs to take some personal responsibility and do the part that they can. But I think like the bigger thing is like all these people are inventing all these ways where you don't need plastic like they have all these different kind of materials mm-hmm. that you could make things out of and people that own all the stuff are just like eh, no i know it's gonna cost us too much money to get rid of plastic so it's so stupid it's very short-sighted though we really need to work on this plastic and trash issue obviously no, where but- do these billionaires think their kids are gonna leave you know where they think their kids are gonna live on a new planet right and they, they probably they, will they they like jeff bezos is spending his money Trying to figure out how to get to space. And it's I like, know, right? If hey, you smart. were, if you, <laughs> if you were really concerned about this planet, or just like there's so many problems here on Earth that you could be fixing with all your Jeff Bezos money, and you're spending your money on trying to get to space. Like, y'all mm-hmm. motherfuckers really think you're just gonna have like some like futuristic spaceship that everyone's gonna live, well, all the rich people are gonna live on, and we're just gonna be here on Earth fighting for scraps they probably already have it they probably already know for sure that the whole thing is over in 30 years they probably already have that shit and we just don't know about it i know well anyway uh positive vibes only (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) bring it back bring it back bring it back bring it back okay you can find us on facebook at facebook.com slash k-i-t-p podcast please go to our website kickingthepanties.com and write to us using the write to us button and Leave us a really cool question and have us have some thoughtful thoughts about your about your exact situation in your life. We love that. And of course, you can find us on, at Kicking the Panties on Instagram and you can always DM us. So that's that. Um, next week, we do have a question. Do you want to read it off? Yes. This is from Marissa. She says, Becca and Carolyn, how do you deal with unforeseen obstacles or things that take you way off course? I've been saving to go to I've been saving to take classes at my community college and now all of a sudden I went over a huge pothole and damaged my transmission. I'm so devastated. I saved for Damn all it. this time and it's going to be totally wiped out. Oh, this I question do? breaks my heart, man. Marissa oh, I know. It sucks, man. I've it sucks. so been there. It fucking sucks. Hashtag All right, we're gonna, life. We're going to put some thoughts together for you on this. I know. Hashtag life. Hashtag one step forward, two steps back. You know, yep. that's what 
That's what it is. All right. We're going we're gonna to put together some positive energy for you, Marissa. And we're also going to get some ideas about what you can do. And then following that, we only have one episode left where we're going to kind of talk about the rest of the season and just what we learned and how much we appreciated y'all being part of this with us. And it's so, so fun. And then, uh, you know, like we said, a little short break between the season and season two. So for now, this has been Carolyn and Becca. Asking, what are you going to do this week? Kicking the panties. Don't worry about a thing. Because every little thing is going to be all right.